Princess of Cups, you tweeted you mean it. You flipped the Knight of Discs, so don't try to get out of it. Success, the Six of Discs. Let's hope there would be a sword. Tweeted you mean it, so don't try to get out of it. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Yields We Did You Mean Did Podcast. I am your host, Byron, also known as Lord Byron. 
aka Black Rocker on Twitter and Lord Black Rocker on Instagram. This is you tweeted, you mean it? Episode 77 Echo. That's right, this is you tweeted, you mean it? Episode 77 Echo. Holy shit, last episode got 11 downloads? That's too many downloads for five people. Five people downloaded it like twice. One person three times. That's intense. 22 downloads in the last seven days. That's even more intense. Anyway. Welcome you five listeners to episode 77 Echo. It's a good day. We've already flipped some cards of the Taroth Taroth deck. Taroth. That's his new nickname. The Alistair Crowley Toth deck. A.K.A. Taroth. Um, Let's flip a card on... Okay, let's ask the Alistair Crowley Toth deck. What do you think of the ideas that I am thinking of? and plan to say. Alright, let's shuffle. And then shuffle. And then shuffle. It seems like all the cards are like in the same direction. Even though I know they're not, because I made them specifically mixed up in opposite directions. But they all seem to be mostly in one direction. And I'm trying to get a card that's right side up instead of upside down. Even though maybe upside down is the way to go for this question, Toth deck, Alistair Crowley Toth deck, what do you think of the ideas that I plan on divulging? We flip an upside down love. That's two of cups. It loves the ideas. Well, that's an internal love, honestly. I love the ideas. <laughs> it thinks that I love the ideas. That I'm going to divulge on this. Oh shit, I dropped all the cards. <laughs> Except for one, which is Cruelty, the Nine of Swords. This is the only one that stayed with me. Uh, right side up, by the way. The show started with uh, some Kate Nash. Uh, I think the first song was to the music see if that's the correct to the music I belong is the whole title and we ended with Kate Nash call me you can call me baby when you feel like that call me call me call me you can call me and I'm get right back I forgot to do my rendition of To the Music I Belong. To the music I belong, to the music I belong, to the music I belong, music can be found or not, music is the only one, only one that I've got. To the music I belong, all the music I own. And then, you know, yeah, this is the intro. Uh, we've got some tweets. 
that I tweeted it uh, three days ago, maybe. I haven't touched Twitter in two to two and a half weeks, maybe. Last episode, which was downloaded a lot, taught me a lot. And it taught me that I kind of want to go back to where I was just reading tweets and not editing. And I kind of want to go back to doing a bunch of random shit. I've got seven recordings. Oh, it mostly taught me I want to go back to the timeless nature of this podcast. Which means, I mean, like, I could have gone back to the timeless nature of the podcast, but I was celebrating uh, being present. And celebrating being present led me to uh, timestamp this podcast very specifically. Also, the timestamping was like a fuck you to the time traveling ninjas. But it seems like most people who get into the realm of time travel themselves, they don't seem to be like the people who are like, I'd go back in time and kill Hitler because they understand everything's connected and shit. You know, like the... I don't want to say because they understand that everything's connected. But what I do want to do is ask the Toth deck why the people who figure out time travel for themselves don't become ninja assassins. Well, I mean, like, maybe they could, but just in, like, subtle ways. But they haven't to Hitler. Why haven't they... What am I even trying to say? What am I even trying to ask? Uh, I came to a point most time travelers don't seem to be in the agenda of changing their current reality in such a manner that movie time travel or just regular everyday peoples they're like I want to go back and kill Hitler and like I'm gonna say it's because time travel is a personal thing but let's ask the Toth deck why these people I keep dropping cards cards that I don't want to look at they're mostly bad except for when I dropped all the cards and I only kept the bad one anyway so that's the Crowley Toth deck we got an internal card coming why don't the time travelers do cliche time travel shit when they figure out time travel how's the Crowley Toth deck we flip number six of wands strength Oh, that's number nine. It was upside down. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> number nine of wands, strength. It's because they have inner strength, says the Toth deck. Or inner strength. No, never mind. I'm not going to play the causality game with that shit. Why don't they manipulate shit like killing Hitler? Because they got inner strength. You feel me?
you feel the tooth deck. You can call me baby. When you feel like that, call me, call me, call me, you can call me, and I'll be right back. You know what time travelers do do though? Do do they? You know what time travelers shit out their buttholes, and they <laughs> they can uh, travel into people's awareness perception, or be like a tag along in an awareness. Especially if they know date and time, but that's like some real demiurge level shit. I just wanted to say demiurge, I don't know why I said it in that context. It's some real earth level discs, pentacle shit, you know, to be like 1972. I'm gonna travel there because I know the date and I know what other people say about 1972. Travel there, bang, and I'm a passenger. In 1972, looking at shit, looking at people and their clothes, looking at stores, window shopping in 1972. But it's like also the more effective way to travel, or the more lucrative is a better word, not effective, uh, more lucrative and less spot for error is inner travel. Traveling to ideas uh, throughout time, especially well-documented ideas uh, such as this podcast, uh, which is why I'm in this conversation circle right now, uh, calling out the dates and time and places of where I was in the past episodes uh, gives easier access to said time-traveling ninjas. Maybe they aren't ninjas, maybe they're time-traveling scientists, maybe they're time-traveling philosophers, maybe they're time-traveling theologians, maybe they're time-traveling party animals. But giving more detail uh, better paints the picture and better helps one live in the process, in the in the art. It helps you live in the art. But also if I take the art out of time and space then it is living itself. It's like less affected by outward stimuli. You can call me baby when you feel like that. Call me, call me, call me, and I'll get right back. You can call me, baby. So yeah, that's the uh, commentary on the last episode. Made me want to change a few things. Which listening to episodes always makes me want to change things. It's nothing new. I've got seven recordings. I'm not going to go into dates and times. Although I will say that I haven't been on Twitter in like a week and a half. Or two weeks and a half. Which is why the last episode I only talked about YouTube likes.
because when I like a video on YouTube, it goes to my Twitter, which we have explained over 12 times in different mediums. Including the Echoes. Episode 77, Echo, baby, bang, 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 on the door, baby, bang, 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 on the door, baby, bang, 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 on the door, baby. Check out my latest podcast on Podbeam, episode 75. You tweeted you mean it. Aw, fuck, nigga. I'm back on Twitter in this bitch. Guess what I'm about to do? I'm a live tweet an album. Also, so far tonight, I wrote 147 words. I ended with Billy demanding his intuition explain time. Like, wow, I'm really after explain time and shit in this goddamn book. Hashtag the day Billy fell off the cliff. Hashtag behind the scenes book on a book. Sometime in the past, I had a revelation while consuming media and content and I realized in order to make the whole thing scientifically sound I would have to explain how time runs and that would tie it together in such a bow that Christmas would get jealous feel me quick recap on adventures in my life and time and reasons to why I haven't typed one word in the past two weeks I was busy it feels like I've picked up and put down like four shows since I've vlogged any data on my life like I watched the runaways and I watched the disastrous life of psyche K and I watched a bunch of Orphan Black and some Final Space and New Legion and IDK what else but more, more. Books include The Exegesis of Philip K. Dick which happens to be where the spark for explaining time came from. That happened about two days ago and I didn't want to cramp the style so I waited a few days to document it and write it into the story. Uh, so yeah. Those were a few tweets. Um, I'm back on Twitter, back on Twitter, back on Twitter. I said I was going to live tweet an album, and I didn't. But what I did do was do a recap, a quick recap, and talk about the things that I've been doing. been reading The Exegesis of Philip K. Dick. That's pretty cool. Do 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 do.
enjoy uh, doing stand-up. <laughs> also really enjoy adjusting the mic. That was a joy for me. That moment. Also the moment with the sirens, I like that too. Just naming a bunch of things I like. Yeah, being a person up here, just naming things I like. I like naming things I like. That's one of the top things. <laughs> Next to adjusting a microphone. I've got a notebook. Uh, I'm doing a new style of comedy. That one's for pictures. I don't know if I'm going to use the picture one. It doesn't seem like it's worth it. Maybe later, though. I don't mean like it's worth it, like it's your fault that it's not worth it.
actually access this moment at any time, including before and after this moment. I was on this stage when I wrote this. Time travel, take bow. <laughs> also, because this is scripted with a little deviation, I can actually allow the past, present, or future me to take possession of my awareness in this moment, with no harm to the present timeline. Time loop, take bow. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that the only difference between pretending to be expansive and being expansive is an understanding of the mechanics, but that seemed too dense, so I considered least common denominator being the only difference in the line, the truth is an understanding of the mechanics. But honestly, the simplest form is the difference between A and B is mechanics. For my future robots, the difference between 1 and 0 is mechanics. This is a picture of mechanics. Uh, I think time traveling to this moment gives me the extra bit of confidence needed to turn statements into funny bits. This is a picture of my confidence level. <laughs> I understand that many will not understand the understandings of all. Uh, this is a picture of the all. It sounds like a bold statement. There's some good scribbles. <laughs> Definitely by Redux. Deleted. That was number one. We got seven. Uh, I enjoyed that set. It was very cool. It was relaxed. <laughs> I know there's some weird sets coming up. Because I did it myself. I went up there and I had the weird sets. And... I did it. You know... 
You know what I mean? I feel like that was a good set. Let's ask the, ask the Crowley Tooth deck. Ask the Crowley Tooth deck. Who do you think of that set? Shuffle. We got an internal card. We're going to flip. Internal the star. Number 17. The star is like Um, what does the star represent? I mean, we all know the connotations of the word star, but that's like modern connotation. I know my connotation with the star and space travel, but that's my interpretation. I think it it was like the book interpretation is like taking energy from one aspect to another. A transmutation is the star. But I mean like in general I could have just flipped the card and said the star. And like that would have been it. Instead of over explaining shit. Oh those bits are coming up. There's one is probably the next one where I go into over explaining and like it works nah this can't be the next one it's coming up though I talk about over explaining or was that last episode that would be fucked up <laughs> I'm just like reminiscing over a set I had two weeks ago although that's not a horrible thing to do as a comedian but like all my sets are so like not isolated isn't the right word they're separated is even a worse word but they're what comes to mind so the opposites of those words was the opposite of isolated and separate I mean, the opposite of separate, connected, like that's no-brainer. But what's the opposite of isolated, like in, indoctrinated, maybe? Inducted? No, inducted is like an introduction. Isolation is a, a place. Induction, or what did I say first? God damn it. <laughs> Induction, indicated in induction, inducted, introduced, indoctrined. No, that's oh, fuck it, whatever. <laughs> My sense is so connected and uh, whatever a good word right there would be for connected the opposite of isolated I'm still trying to think the opposite of isolated I could definitely google it it's probably just going to say connected fuck words 
the polarity of isolated is the polarity of separate. Uh, that's how my sets are. So like, thinking of one over the others is weird. Thinking of them as an I don't know, I do it anyway. I do all of the shit that I'm saying is weird. So what the fuck was my point? Saying it's okay for other comedians to think about their set two weeks ago when they've had seven sets since. Seven to eight sets since. And you're still pining over the the one that far back is not a bad thing. <laughs> Even though I made it sound dumb, but that's just how I talk and mostly how I feel. But that's not the universal feeling. I am just me. Hashtag I'm not just me dot com. I forgot to mention that on the the intro. I'm not just me dot com. That's the website. Check it out. Yeah, eventually I'll start talking about commenting on commenting if I haven't already, which I may have already, probably already, but maybe also in the future, the future past. I'm gonna Oh, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna Thank you. 
episode of Mythbusters. <laughs> what happened to those people when, like, videos came out? Like, that's a shitload of frames per second. Like, how much soul can one lose? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Man, videos must have been scary as shit. You guys, I don't believe anybody if they tell me that they're God. <laughs> Unless they can tell me how the heavenly battle went, then I might believe him a little bit more, you know? Like Kanye, he's like, oh my god, you know? Like Kanye, how did the heavenly battle go? You know what happened to all the Greek gods? What happened to all the Egyptians? Was it like a huge fight? Was it like a family fight? Was there a throne involved? Was it like Game of Thrones? What if all of Game of Thrones was, was that guy trying to prove to his friends that he was God? He's like, you guys, I'm God! Carrollton Station. That set was weird. I talked about commenting. It was cohesive. I didn't really lose the crowd at any point. I took them on a weird journey. I mean, I've heard the bit before. But, like, that was a cool rendition. I felt the need to bring Kanye into it. It wasn't like a a tag. It's not a funny tag at that point. It was just more of a people who say that they're God. You know, they do exist. I'm not just making a random statement. Like, I don't trust people who say they're God. Like, th th there are people who are out there saying they're God. Like, I don't trust you unless you know how the heavenly battle code. Kanye. I had to put a face on the on the point face on the point on the point goddamn words I don't want to say that word I don't want to say face on the point I had to put a face to the there's got to be a phrase there is there not a phrase or somebody got to put a face to the name a face to the name works You have to dress the concept up for its presentation. Right now I'm cleaning my eye. Cleaning my eyes. Don't worry.
I'm also a little suspicious that the keyboard playing is a little too loud. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick louder noises to play. soul on amazon.com get your copy today uh, keep me afloat while I write my next book Yeah. 
where you're just sitting and climbing very slowly. <laughs> just wondering, like, where is this going? Can I get on the right ride? Well, why am I in the drive? I'm just explaining everything. I like over-explainer. That's what she is. <laughs> I like talking about things that I like. That's awesome, my shit. Oh, man. I'm living the life right now. <laughs>
said number three before I give any opinions let's hear yours oh we got an internal coming up internal queen of cups uh, emotional queen of cups is something to do with emotions but also probably like controlling them or having dominance over emotion using emotions or some shit internally 
thought it was a nicely emotional set. Um, eternally good. It eternally, internally good for me. And let's see. What did I think of the set, though? I enjoyed it. Part of me wishes the parts where I'm warming up the crowd to my thinking. Part of me wishes that was the bits. Like, I've gotten on most of these recordings, I've gotten on stage and been like just talking, just like commenting on shit, talking. I like this. I like this. I like saying things I like. <laughs> Listing things I like is one of the things I like the most. <laughs> like, and people laugh and shit, and like, it's good. It's good. I wish that could be a bit more than a warm up to bits. Like inviting them into the circle thought nature and then going into bits works but what if the circle thought nature was a bit and that's something I should work on and maybe I could do it for longer although I do have some bits that are like callbacks circle talk callbacks Oh man, that reminds me that I tried to do a circle talk bit, but I forgot the punchline. That would have been perfect. The set ended, well you're going to hear it later, but like the set ended with me doing, doing my closers. And I did two closers, so it was like different. It was weird. And instead of the two closers, I could have did the punchline to the first bit at the end. Oh, and it would have worked so well. Fuck. That would have been, like, the coolest setup. Because I did circle talk, and then... I guess we're talking about it before we play it, but still. I did circle talk, and then I did... Magician's assistant, depression, and then I was commenting on doing magic, curing myself of depression. And I was only doing that in response to most comedians. Like that night, all like got on stage and were like, Comedians are depressed, and comedians, I'm a comedian, so I'm depressed. And it's like, What? That's not the. <laughs> That's not the correspondence there, although it is the correspondence because you make it the correspondence. But it doesn't have to be. Anyway. So I did my depression material. But I started it with circle talk, and if I would have ended it with the, the punchline to circle talk, it would have made, like, so much cool sense. Because I was like... Because I mentioned all this self during the set, which is the setup. So it's like, eventually, a part of you is trying to make you weaker so that you can take advantage of you. And if that's not pretentious, 
don't know what is. And like, that would have ended the magic thing amazingly. Because with the magician's assistant, a part of you is taking that and they're making you weaker so that you can take over you, take advantage of you. the that's the mystery behind the magician's assistant and becoming the magician instead it would have made for like a teaching moment instead of like just a great set what time are we at oh good we're not an hour in yet we still got a lot of tweets and four more recordings I said four before I counted because four is the number I generally go to. Also, four happens to be the number of recordings we have left. Wasting time with songs stuck in your head. Wasting time with songs stuck in your head.
Symmetry, eat it, delete. We got three more recordings left. We got plenty of tweets. This is going long. I dropped some cards as is per usual this episode. Which is launching back into the timeless quantum. Although, let us mention... Uh, before we even get into the tweets, let us mention that time, timelessness is not necessarily to be without time. There we go, that's the greatest explanation I've come up with yet. Timelessness is not necessarily to live without time, it's to see time as a frequency that is tunable. Ooh, manipulatable, malleable, that's a cool word. To see time as a frequency that is malleable. Oh, eat it. That's going in the book. Eh, eh. 
like radio noises. Oh yeah, I'm shuffling for a reason. I've gotta stop dropping cards. Okay, Toth, Alistair Crowley, Toth, Tag, what do you think of that set? No, first off, Alistair, let me really shuffle a little bit more. Alistair Crowley, Toth, Tag, what do you think of that piano playing, though? We get an internal, the Knight of Cups. That's, of course, the emotions again, okay? Being a knight over the emotions. And it was internal, of course, that's how I felt about that. Or that's how it thinks I felt about that, or that's an insight on how I felt about that. Okay. We all know what internal means. You guys aren't dumb. I'm over explaining. And now I'm over shuffling. Oh, Mr. Crowley told that. What did you think about that set? Now we flipped internal, the Magus, number one. He's walking around throwing shit out like a fucking like a fucking manifestation machine. So that's a powerful card. It's number one, the Magus. That's what the Toth deck thinks about that set. I don't necessarily remember the set all that much. Oh, it was at Buddha Belly Wednesday. Oh fuck. <laughs> the timeless nature. And Wednesday is just a day. Also you can look up what day boot belly's on. Anyway. Boot belly Wednesday. I took a I took a I took a stand and did those jokes. I don't honestly remember most of it because I was focused on my keyboard playing. Although I think I commented on something in the moment. There was one point where I heard a voice. And like I responded to it in, on the set. During the set. <laughs> and like I played over it pretty much. But I had heard it in the moment. So there's probably going to be a little bit of talking. Yeah, I definitely remember talking during. There was talking during the set. Oh, I went with the occult shit. I remember now. Talked about being in the occult, getting degrees. <laughs> We're all just people getting degrees. There was like nobody in the room at that point. I was talking to a few comics and myself talked about the occult shit becoming irrelevant then I don't it gets blank again I don't know, I don't know why I need to do this much of a scrutiny on it You know, it's already recorded, it happened. Even if it's drowned out by my keyboard playing, which is probably a little too loud still. I'm gonna scoot it down a little on the on the thing there. We're gonna see where we are in time. A minute, a minute, minute 16. 
also known as an hour 16 minutes but that time might change because I read some tweets maybe an hour 14 minutes even though that's a big jump for that small area of tweets who knows three more voice recordings we could do this they're all pretty long not over 10 minutes long but like they're all pretty long and they're probably not that great <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> although the sets I've played so far were pretty good And by pretty good, I mean like they weren't like horrible, horrible, embarrassing failures. So pretty good.
I thought I was going to feel more weird about that set. But I enjoy these, honestly. Like, I was told that it wasn't a bomb, but I was in... I was in such a zone that I didn't know if it was a bomb or not. I mean, there definitely weren't a lot of people there. There's maybe five people. But it's a small, intimate setting. And like, I wasn't making a lot of eye contact. And I was talking to you, my phone. But also in like the a weird like I'll show you my cards kind of way. And it ended up being like a cool set. Altogether. There wasn't like there wasn't angry talking in the background. There wasn't like any <gasps> Oh my god. You know, there wasn't any of that. There it was I got out there. And I was like, yeah, I'm an alchemist. Uh, everything I say, I know what I'm saying. Uh, I only tell the truth. Uh, I have no idea what I'm saying. And uh, everything I say is like a really intricate lie. Uh, becoming everything and nothing is cool. <laughs> you know, then you become the all. And who's the all? It's me. <laughs> That was really, that was a good <laughs> Nigga said, hi, I gotcha. Tricked you. <laughs> and then the line, like, the line fell flat, but like it was, it's what I rehearsed good before going on stage. I was like, I'm gonna say, imagine everything you know about the occult and and like esoteric shit. Imagine everything you know about that. Now imagine I know that and more. <laughs> but like, it kind of fell flat. But like, it's not really even like a joke. It's more like one of those introduction things. Like me talking on the mic just randomly. It's like, this is the type of person I am. Okay, now these jokes didn't make sense. Make these jokes make sense. Hey, keyboard. Keep it down. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do.
That was fun. Thank <laughs> you. 
Oh, right. 
girl till the more go should I just play it yeah 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 I should just play it, yeah, yeah, yeah. But as to Curly Toad, also I should just have to comment on that sad, sad set there. <laughs> that one was a weird set. I was doing show and tell version of the notebook, and show and tell version did not go well. Usually show and tell version is a lot more intricate and intelligent. But that show and tell version was just like... There was like also a hint of comedy going on. Like show and tell. Plus, isn't this funny? Show and tell plus pandering did not end well, but it did have an ending, and all things come to a beginning. <laughs> Somebody on the side stage and shit, you know? I don't know what they'd be doing there. Maybe they'll show the drummer there. Maybe the bass player, the band. Show them in the corner. It's cool, we got more stage now. That's <laughs> pretty cool. I like being on stage, it's my shit. Uh, I should probably think of jokes to do. <laughs> But I also like doing this. This is my shit too. I like to talk, uh, get on the mic, and like, I'm like, yeah, now's the time to voice my opinion about the new stage. Is it just painted, or do they really like add some shit there? That looks good. You guys, I like to talk in circles. That's my shit. Circle talking is legitimate, um, but it does make it hard to talk in normal conversation. Because, uh, like, how do you talk in a circle of people, you know? Like, I have to wait till now to circle talk when I have everybody in, like, a conversation hostage, you know? Yeah, I'm circle talk on y'all. So it's hard to be pretentious when you think you're everything. 
But at the same time, if I think of everything, why don't I let other people finish my circles? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Circle talking. <laughs> it would be cool though, you know, like start at a point and then somebody else takes it somewhere else and then you bring it back to the, the main focus. You circle talk with other people. But I'm like, nah, nobody can make circles like I make circles. Just just gonna wait till conversation hostage. Uh, you guys, I cured myself of depression with magic. Yeah. I feel weird about it. I have this whole joke about like how being depressed is like being a magician's assistant. Because you just gotta practice with an asshole magician all the time. And he's putting you in these horrible positions and you just gotta smile and take it. You know, just being depressed. A magician's assistant, you have to dress up real nice. Nobody cares how you feel. They don't even talk to you. Just shove you in boxes. Put you in a box made of two-way mirrors. You're staring at your face. Everybody can see you inside. It's just practice, but you're still in the box. Looking at your face. Like, why did I get all these wrinkles? Why how do I stop aging? Oh wait, I know how to stop aging. And then the magician comes back and you gotta smile again. You know? Show must go on, he takes you out of another box, he puts you in another one. This box is filled with water, you know? You're just floating in water. The magician's dancing off to the right stage like an asshole. An asshole magician, you don't care. You know, you're just in that water floating around like, isn't this all life is? Just a box where I'm drowning in my own tears. How do I stop the tears? Oh, maybe if I inhale some of this water, oh, the magician's back, it's time to smile again. Show must go on, you know? Bro, asshole magician, this guy, he's evil. He's like, evil can evil the magician, you know? I don't know what you might be thinking, evil can evil not a magician. But you don't know his family. Knievels were a very magical family. I'm gonna tell you about it. Don't worry, I looked it up. The Knievels, each one of the Knievels, born out of their mother, okay? Out of the uterus, over the birth canal, and tiny little drill motorcycles, tiny little jumpsuits into the doctor's arms. Fucking magical. <laughs> Look it up, Knievels home movies. 76. It's a good volume. Very magical trick. I love that joke. Uh, I'm like, I cured myself with a, of the depression. I said the depression. Like it was a thing. Like it's, it's a noun. The depression. I cured myself. Uh, but I just became the magician instead, you know? Which in that metaphor means I'm just like the smiling asshole now. And I put myself in boxes sometimes. But it's cool because the show goes on. study a bunch of shit and then realize that the knowledge you accumulated is irrelevant. You know? You ever study for like three or four years or some shit and then you're like, wait a minute, this has no applicable value. <laughs> applicable is the correct pronunciation. Fuck. You ever fuck up on a word? No. You ever go to college? You know? Just realize, realize your degree is kind of like meaningless. Yeah, I studied the occult, and like that's a hard thing to be like, it's irrelevant, you know? Like magic and shit. Like, you know, I did it on YouTube, you know? 
But you know, we're all just people getting degrees and shit. Just getting degrees. That's like an occult joke. <laughs> How many degrees of Mason on you? You know, like bullshit. <laughs> just going to college. Mystery school. <laughs> Sex is rough, rough, rough. <laughs> you know, a wooden stool. A wooden stool is when your poop is real hard. <laughs> like, a metal stool is when you have too much iron in your diet. And a bar stool is just when it's real long. Ain't that some shit? knowledge instead of going into the ending of the pretentious bit and that would have been perfect right there instead of being all weird about it because the correspondence of the magician and the magician's assistant I did it in the moment and it didn't sound as good as I wanted it to I was like I became the magician which means I'm in the front the smiling asshole I put myself in boxes and it didn't sound good so I was like oh shit but if I went into if I should have reiterated again all the self magician and the magician's assistant are just circle talking The irrelevant information I learned taught me anything. Is that a part of you is trying to take <laughs> part of you is trying to weaken you so that you can take advantage of you. That's pretentious. And then after that I could have said, You guys ever hear two dogs having makeup sex? It's rough. Exit stage right. So that's what I thought about the set. It was weird. That was the last set I've done. The latest set I've done at Bar Redux. Bar Redux. We're gonna flip a card. Alistair Crowley to the deck. What did you think of that set? We flipped an upside down Prince of Cups. We've had the Queen of Cups, we've had the Knight of Cups, and this is the Prince of Cups. 
and they're all like internal and about the sets. It's very weird to rip deck. Thank you, it was emotional once again. Emotional less high rank. Those were comedy. Uh, what time are we at? This might. This might be an everlasting podcast. <laughs> I gotta pee. Probably shouldn't tell you that. Take me a minute and 25 seconds, roughly. That was Lily Allen, uh, Trigger Bang, featuring Geeks. Ooh, I almost clicked the X on the tweets. That was real close. 
Not like it would have been extremely hard to find where I'm at. But it would have been inconvenient. Practice a little divination, even though that's not the word. Oh, maybe it's not the word, I don't know. So I have to say it's not the word. Because there's a possibility that it is, but it isn't. And I'm whispering real low again, and I don't know why. And maybe this isn't good for the podcast listener to be listening to me whispering like this. And also, last episode, I forgot to turn the volume up. Ten decibels. Actually, I don't know if it's a decibel. Now, I should say I don't know if it's that, because there's a chance that it is. But there's also the chance that it isn't. Drops with guards. Well, it ain't ever dreaming. So, we're gonna ask the Toad Deck on a little guidance doing these tweets. Ask the Crawly Toad Deck, lend me a little uh, a hint? No. Advice. Lend me advice. Alistair Curly Toth Deck, what's your advice on the tweets? We flip outward, Prince of Wands. Man. Fuck that meat. Wands of creation, of course. It means like you have your license, your artistic license to do whatever you want. Whatever good advice. Do whatever I want, including whisper. Alright. Guess we gotta stop wasting time. Also, the story was amazing from beginning, and I really enjoyed it, and maybe if I don't correct those typos, I'll get out all of my thoughts smoothly, and then I can go back and correct them later. Or just press tweet and get that stream going real good. I selected the book because a friend, shout out Yo Soy Paul Joseph Pong, was recently reading and recommending books by the author, and I searched Audible for good audiobooks that were lengthy, and what I found was a total of 56 hours long for the small price of one credit. The intro to the book is amazing. I want to set up the ideas, but I know I will do so later on the podcast. But maybe doing it here is less time consuming, but more thought consuming, and takes more artistry, and maybe I should do it so I can practice thinking elegantly. So PKD dies, right? And his friends and family are like, no one knows how fucked in the head he was, but everyone cares to know him. So years pass, and the scraps of paper and half thought out harebrained schemes PKD had were forced into published Lane Road Drive. He got this one masterpiece of a diary going that's pretty hectic in appearance and topic, and is people band together to make the PKD diary into something publishable. That's the gist of the story of what the exegesis of Philip K. Dick is and came from. But the intro. In the intro, one of the people who helped make the diary presentable describes what he thinks the diary is and what it is 
for and if it reached its goals or not. And it's the greatest thing ever. It reminds me of the intro to the Aleister Crowley Toth to Rope Deck book. It's like, well, these things center around a moment that may or may not have been real, but were taken as such, and PKD explains the event and how it affected him and what it means. It's all good philosophy. I mean, if he isn't, wasn't batshit crazy, it's all good philosophy. He writes with so much awe and amazement and at the same time is fast to bring up the medical reasons why the work should be thought of as science fiction, like he was time-traveling prophet in touch with God, but he also had had plenty strokes and real high blood pressure. I have yet to mention why I was in love with the intro nor how the exegesis of Philip K. Dick led me to my own revelation about simultaneous time, but it's cause the book is PKD's version of what I did am doing with my podcast. It's his magician's diary and he was on the same path. The path being the occult esoteric gnostic research that comes with awakening. This nigga PKD was typing letters to people about his visions and analyzing the animal he was rewording and re-explaining events that happened with new definitions and vocab. This nigga PKD realized he was living time backwards, the past being the future and the future being the past. Then scientifically explained the phenomenon with over three different philosophies and ideas. I had already heard Seven Bobar mentioning this and PKD knew it. There's always moments where PKD philosophizes some wild amazing hypothesis and then there's a note from one of his friends calling him under duress. LOL. If these niggas going insane are coming to the same conclusions, then something I say is up. Niggas is time traveling. Hashtag yo. If I knew time travel was so unoriginal back in my day, wait no, I still did it big. I'm proud of my stunt and I seem to, like the times and rhyme itself, grow in ability. Which is another point about this book. It's not on my wavelength. PKD didn't have my teachers. But it is evidence of this phenomenon happening. The awakening has been happening and is going swimmingly. So many things PKD mentioned that I've heard Seven talk about over and over. So many things PKD mentions that I relate to myself. They need to talk to someone. The need to express the winnings and losses of battles that only happen internally. This nigga was so in need that he wrote detailed letters to a random college girl who wrote him first. The letters to her were the best and most personal. I wonder if they're love letters. The element of PKD writing to a woman who had the interest in him, the capacity to understand, and the anomaly of pen pals mixed much like a Byron on Twitter, or rather me talking to myself. He'd break things down from general and build them to their godly conclusions. I'm 45 hours into the exegesis of Philip K. Dick, and they have run out of letters. The letters were a very fun part for me. At this point, PKD is explaining how the spark he felt may very well have been the collective unconsciousness and his soul. He's hella smart. I stop here because there was a slight mistake. I said I'm 45 hours into the exegesis and I was not 45 hours. I was 45 chapters, which is a very big difference, especially on audiobooks. 45 out of 151 chapter. But still, the, the letters stopping was very like, it was like, oh, the letters are stopping. Like, no more letters. The letters were like the coolest thing. Also, in one of the notes, they mentioned that PKD was like sending letters to the FBI and shit. 
And like if they put the FBI letters in the exegesis, that would have been some interesting reading. <laughs> like it would have been like, holy shit, this guy is losing it. Also, I made the point earlier, like if all the people going insane are coming to this common consensus, then it's like, isn't that weird? Wouldn't insanity be like alienation? Yeah, was that show the alienator? The alienist, not the alienator. <laughs> that would be a super villain. The alienist was the psychologist. Although I guess similar psychosis would be possible, but like a group trip, or like information that makes you trip. If there was like a sentence that can make someone insane, and these people have read it, and that's why they all share the same insanity. Or is the concept of time traveling internally just something that we should accept? Your body being the time machine, your awareness being the traveler. Many people have come to this conclusion apparently a long time before I have, which I mentioned too. Imagine if time travel was this unoriginal, then like I cut that statement off because I was like, wait a minute, no, I still did time travel pretty fucking tight. A two year time loop where I was immortal? Come on, like that's fucking. Like, that's amazing. I don't know any claimers of time travel out there being like. Well, I mean, like, that's a, that's also the thing with, like, immortality. Apparently, you gain immortality, and it's not something that goes away. But the idea of being immortal because I was manipulating time is different from the idea of being immortal because you identify as the soul. So, soul immortality and body immortality... Two different things. Show me each body. Show me each body. I got my face So I was 45 chapters in at that point, and I'm pretty much live tweeting the exegesis of Philip K. Dick at this point. <sighs> Let's see what the Tarot Deck thinks of the past tweets. How do you think the tweets are going? How's the curly toth deck? We flip outward cruelty. Uh, Nine of Swords. You think they're going cruelty? 
Maybe I'm being mean to the people who think he's insane. Maybe is that it? Am I am I being cruel to them? I was a weird flip to road deck intellectual cruelty. Here we go. I guess that's what's nah I know whatever. Let's not analyze it. <laughs> My only advantage I had in the present to his past is that I know all is self. This simple knowledge saves me the years of identifying entities and reasons for enlightenment. A lot of what I heard is him explaining who possessed him into knowledge and who's guiding him. The path of identifying in correspondence. Oh shit nigga, PKD went to correspondence school and I'm about to find out if he graduated or not, lol. The path of correspondence led him well overall. It led him to keywords and places and times and he became a time lord. I don't say this loosely either. If you are a time lord and you read the exegesis of Philip K. Dick, you too would call PKD a time lord. He explains how it works more than once. He is distracted by identity, but he does somehow manage to get to the point of real truth. And thus spoke Zarathustra. LOL. And thus we get to time. IDK if it was Byron, PKD, or Savan who had the idea, but I know time is a frequency. Oh damn, it was Savan. Maybe also us. Anyway, time is a frequency and thus you can have one thing in two different times. Time runs both forward and backwards, both simultaneously and independently. Because time is a frequency, we can tune our station to a certain point. We can tune it to rise or drop. We can exist as or through the spectrum itself. What this has to do with hashtag the day Billy fell off the cliff is I need a way that Billy could be in multiple worlds at once. The knowledge that he's already existing in them all simultaneously and independently until his awareness gets to them from the past or the future. If all is self, why are you not me? We exist in the same space and awareness but different frequencies. When we reach each other's frequency by going forwards or backwards, it will still be you, not me. And we both exist before, now, and then. Hashtag I'm not just me. In effect, Billy will never leave the world of fire, but in the same fashion, he will never leave Earth. Hashtag the day Billy fell off the cliff. Hashtag behind the scenes book on a book. The never leave is a bit blocked in cement for me. Honestly, if you raise your frequency to a you that isn't poor, you don't have to worry about you that was poor. The potential is there. If you leave the world of fire, even if you're still there, you left. Meaning as a frequency manipulating time lord, you don't have to go into a vibration that you don't want to be in. As a student of time and frequency, if you find yourself back in a dreadful spot, remember that there was a way out. Getting lost is tough when all is self. I'm gonna have Billy talk to me about this time as a frequency fiasco, and then Billy is going to hit the old trail and head out of the fire world, and then the story will come to an end in the area that the next will start in. Hashtag behind the scenes book on a book. Hashtag the day Billy fell off the cliff. The ending isn't as simple as that. So far in explaining the frequency of time, I've gotten to the idea that Billy and me are the same but different, as in two parts of a whole. They themselves are not past nor present from each other, but equal physical spiritual masculine feminine. The light in its shadow, K. So there's something about the light and the shadow identifying as one before the awareness can travel through frequency. For this claim, I'd like a correspondence, an example of people who weren't whole trying to time travel lol leaving the shadow behind wouldn't be good also the spheres model if the spheres raise or lower their frequency they could change hmm 
This nigga PKD lived hard in the paradox. There is no God, but I get to experience God before everyone else, lol. Nothing matters, but that makes everything matter. Also, I haven't come to a nice clean explanation of time as a frequency yet. It's probably in a savant video. The moth. PKD explanation of the moth, where it doesn't make contact at only one point, but multiple points. I gotta re-listen to that part. He just explained coming forth by day and ego death, going through Dolph, but I bet he's about to talk about Jesus right after. LOL. He said none of his friends is going to believe him, but he can get the info printed everywhere. LOL. Oh shit, he's talking about some shit I needed to hear. Moving on to new stages and prisons and relations between worlds. Talked about how entities came from another world with more gravity able to fly here. An afterlife after the afterlife, both to be escaped from as prisons. We did not merely come from it and to it we will return, but we are there now. Explains it as bees being one of the whole, Brahman being the whole, being part of Brahman means you exist everywhere and in everything, if not just in part, in organization. I feel the need to reiterate the goal here. For my present view, PKD is still kind of talking about time. Also, he just said he'd never had a guru and he escaped illusion and found reality, which is how I explained it also. This book is going to get good. Just remember that I was going to live tweet last night. I guess writing was cool too. It's hard to listen to this part PKD is writing, talking about how he's got to separate creator from something else. But it's good commentary. I didn't type anything last night, but I did have a fun dream. I don't feel like I'm going all the way to lucid, but I did make my own decisions in my dreams. I'm afraid, pretty sure, that I don't go full lucid because I don't go for things when I'm awake either. I'd like to think that I can achieve lucid dreams while having this reserved nature when awake. But maybe the piece I'm missing is found in controlling my own reality by force and will. Connection being that when I'm in the dream world, I'll fully control instead of picking an perimeter. The waking form of control I lack could be as simple as leading. Maybe if I lead something or some things, I will be more equipped to have full lucid dreams and to decide where and what I do in that moment. Not before nor after, but full lucid leading. PKD said creating self. Celebrate. That ends the tweets for now. Uh, the part of the book I'm on. Uh, Philip K. Dick mentions uh, like he went through this whole scientific explanation of the creator and how intricate the creator is and he named them the different things he named it like zebra and what's the other one ubu uni uni or something like that ubu I don't know, Zebra's the easiest to remember. And then there was Asclepios, but he left Asclepios alone. <laughs> that was the great name, Asclepius. That was like his prophet at one point. Until he realized all this self. But now, like, recently, in one of the folders, or the pages of the notes or whatever, he was like, the creator's doing this. And it's doing that, and it's mimicking. So zebra's the mimicker, and then you have uba, ubar, Ub ubik, ubik is the word he calls God or whatever. And he also is gnostic, so he mentions the demiurge. That's pretty funny when he gets mad at the demiurge. Ah, oh, that was a good part where he mentioned 
the word comes to buck bucking the system but it's not a word I mean it is a word like buck but it's not that specific word anyway like once you buck against the system or the the world you figure out like who how the world works and shit you have to rebel in order to be like in tuned to how shit really works the world behind the world which is the occult the hidden culture of the world in order to get induced in that you have to rebel a little bit like his explanation was he joined like a strike or some shit he's like oh the world's fucked up strike tax strike anyway talking about talked about the creator and zebra and ubik and he's like the demiurge created this shit ubik is coming through nature in the form of zebra and he's <laughs> and he's mimicking nature he's mimicking the demiurge and bringing it back into himself as ubik so in a sense he's creating self and like he said he's he's the self because like we're the transmitter of oh we're like oh he's explained it with artifacts nature artifact and ubik okay so the artifact is what zebra makes so ubik uses zebra through nature to make artifacts and we as humans are like the prime primordial we're like the best artifact possible because we can comment and we have an awareness and shit so we're an artifact receptor so he's like he's making self I don't know he got to it weird and the science is there the explanation makes sense but he's like the creator is creating self and like that point where he stops separating shit it's like all oh, this self wow but then there's more chapters where he most likely starts separating people and identifying shit again but maybe he gets to some like ultimate cool ass point or maybe it degrade, deg degrades Either way, it's going to be scientifically cool. It's going to be a good study. To see if, like, he's on the money and then he, like, runs away from the mark. Or if he's on the money and then he just continues to grow. Or if he, like, gets lost. It's an epic story. I recommend it. The exegesis of Philip K. Dick. Especially if you're into the occult esoteric shit. I didn't really talk about the tweets, although I talked about the book itself. Oh, I'm trying to do time as a frequency, which I mentioned uh, earlier. I explained it earlier e easily. doesn't mean time doesn't exist it just means it's malleable 
it's a valuable frequency and you can tune yourself to it or whatnot. You can become the whole frequency. If you exist outside of it, you also exist everywhere inside. I mean, because I was above, so below, I guess. Or like, why does this explain? Oh, because time is relevant. So if you're manipulating time and you have it in you to go somewhere, no matter if it's the past, present, or the future, you're always there. It's just a different frequency of you. A different frequency of surrounding your surroundings. No, okay, it's a different frequency of you. And if you're growing in frequency, then you're going to be further in the time. Yeah. Yeah, so that way it makes sense with like the... Although you can mimic shit if you want to go further back in your past, you have to like condense your frequency. And if you want to go to the future, you have to expand your frequency. That makes sense, but it's like. like why does it make sense <laughs> little help here I'll scrolly toe deck with time and frequency uh, what do you think about time as a frequency I'll scrolly toe deck flip outward art number 14 art nice so I really don't have to figure it out here and now. Although it has already been figured out, I just have to remember what the explanation is and pick my best words for it. Because no matter what, even if somehow no, well, I mean, like, this is a stupid what if. But even if somehow I figure out the science is not possible for simultaneous time, you know, even if, like, they're like, no, it's impossible to be everywhere you've been at once. Because time is a construct that lasts even beyond death, even beyond chaos. It's still time. And it's second by second, minute by minute, everything split into 60 hours, you know, 12, split into 12, split into 60, split into, it's all that specific, 
is a construct. Even if that happens, the character is still going to go to other worlds. And still going to have access to where he's been. I like the idea that the book is scientific at this point. And if I've learned anything from the exegesis of Philip K. Dick, he liked that his books were scientifically sound. Like, he liked it a lot. He's like talking about his three books Stigmata, Scanner Darkly. No, Scanner Darkly is not one of them. Stigmata Ubik and there's one other one. Oh, uh, Maze. I haven't read any of those. He's like talking about like how those three books are like Gnosticism. He's like, man, I was very Gnostic. I didn't even know it. And he's also talking about like the information takeover. Like a bleeding through of shit. Like bleeds through and it always existed. And it bleeds through at once. And multiple times. Changing the present from the future. You know. Living time backwards through memories. Or vice versa. Let's just say it. Anyway, let's get to the close of this. You tweeted, you mean this 77. Echo, 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 echo. Spiritual Warfare is up next. Spiritual Warfare is where, that's right, you can win my soul. We're playing for souls, baby. We're gambling our souls away. Spiritual Warfare. Come and get him. Uh, this is game. This is a game where you get yourself a tarot deck, and I get myself a tarot deck. We shuffle, we shuffle, we shuffle, and we flip. And whoever thinks they win wins. That are the rules. That are the rules. Uh, object is to win soul uh, any means necessary. Usually by using the card that you flip, you're like, oh, I flipped the Knight of Discs which is the physical world or the body. With this, I take control of your body until you relinquish your soul to me. You know, that's the object of the game. That was a practice round. Now we shuffle. We're gonna shuffle. And then we're gonna use our cards. You can even use the number. Oh, I got, I got. I had no number on that one. If you had any number on that flip, you could be like, I beat you because my number's higher. Doesn't matter what you do with my body. <laughs> but that wouldn't happen because my number's higher. So I win your soul. Uh, either way, if you believe you win, then you do win. Even if your number is lower and you still believe you can kick my ass. You win my soul. That's how the work goes. 
We're putting in work. We're playing spiritual warfare. It's a road card battle. We're going to do the first flip. Three, two, one, flip. I flip the Princess of Cups. She's got a huge uh, shell-like thing going on. Some symmetry and stuff. Um, Princess of Cups, that's emotion shit. Looks like a lot to do with the ocean. Princess of Cups, water, the ocean. I'd send a mermaid after you. And she'd do the siren song. And then, like, you just, like, suck your soul out through your teeth. Through her teeth. Or through both of your teeth. Uh, from a kiss. A siren song kiss. Okay, we're shuffling. Uh, fare thee well. Shuffle. Now, one, two, three, flip. I flip the fool. Number zero. With the fool, I'd use dumb luck. To just happen upon your soul. That easy. Anything's possible through the fool. Dumb luck be luck. Alright, we're gonna shuffle again. Shuffle in, shuffle in. Shuffle in, tuffle in. Mixing in, muckle in. This is the last one. I don't want to do four. I kind of didn't want to do one. That only rhymed and that's why I said it. That wasn't true. I did want to play spiritual warfare with you. I'm going to shuffle one more time because I'm through. Now we say one, 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 two. Flip. I flipped the Magus. Uh, last time I flipped this, I decided to create a universe. For everything you did in that universe slowly sucked your soul out. Um, but this time with the Magus, I'll offer you the power of being the magician. For your soul. <laughs> it's an offer you should not refuse. Give me your soul. No, 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 no. Alright, this has been You Tweeted You Mean Did Episode 77. Echo, echo, echo. Your host, Byron Broussard, also known as Black Rocker on Twitter and Lord Black Rocker on Instagram, aka Lord Byron, killing it, slaying it, chucking the bucket, the chucking the bucket. This time we don't have to stop it and come back to say the ending credits, because we said it already, but still and all, you can't end like that.